Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, hello, my listeners and friends out there on my Facebook page and all the other ones. Thank you very much for being part of this podcast, and thank you very much for your support. Well, it's only a couple days away from my trip. We're uh, leaving out of Long Beach, heading to Kevin Island, and then Oregon Scott. It's going to be four days. And I just can't wait. We've been waiting for a whole year for this to take place. You know, it was during COVID time. We really needed to watch ourselves and make sure that we're up to date on the medications, the flu shot, especially the um, the COVID shot. We wanted to make sure that we had everything there so we were covered. But today, since I'm going to be traveling, we're going to talk about traveling with peripheral neuropathy. Now, this is going to be interesting because this is the first time I've ever done this, but I'm going to go ahead and shoot the whole thing while I'm on the cruise. And I'll be posting it on the Facebook page. But I want to do this for you, not only for you, but for me. I want to make sure that there's another, uh, enough room for us to move around in our wheelchairs. Is it all suited for uh, individuals that have disabilities? getting around on the ship. So I have my son with me, so he'll be helping push me around. But I really just wanted to make sure that the ship itself is accessible for us that have disabilities and that are going to be in either walkers, a cane, or even a wheelchair, which is what I'm taking. Let's get started here. While traveling with peripheral neuropathy presents challenges, you can still follow your dreams to see the world. So here we go with step one. And it's the plan. When traveling with peripheral neuropathy or any chronic health condition, there is no such thing as too much planning or planning too far in advance. The internet has valuable resources for traveling with disabilities. Where to go, what to look for, and questions to ask. Most places that are used to seeing tourists will have accommodations for travelers with disabilities available at hotels, for transport and other services. However, accommodations for travelers with disabilities may be limited or even uh, reservations, it may require reservations in advance. As you make your plans, recognize that you may not be able to do um, as much or everything during your visit as you would like. Traveling can be tiring for anyone but for people traveling with mobility issues, chronic health conditions, or disabilities, it can be extremely tiring. Another good 
tip is to learn enough foreign vocabulary that can be that can help you describe your situation, your health, and your needs to various service providers you need, be it in hotels, tour companies, transportation companies, or others. Next topic is going to be getting there by air. There are many options for getting to your destination, car, train, cruise, or plane. If you choose to fly, most airlines will provide services at the airport, on to the flight, and during the flight. Any service must be booked at least 48 hours in advance. Never know, you might want to check on that before uh, you take for what I'm telling you right here. It could have changed. A recommendation from frequent flyers or travelers with peripheral neuropathy is to book a seat where you can stretch and move if you can. Long flights without moving can make the symptoms worse. Next topic. Once you're there, getting around. The main thing about visiting another country is that it involves the traveling extremely long distances which can challenge your daily routine. People with type 1 diabetes find that they have to ingest more calories and readjust their insulin schedule. People who can get around sufficiently well using a support team find themselves using more real transportation options like taxis, buses, wheelchairs, and travel scooters. Alright, here's some more on transportation tips. Many metros, trains, symptoms offer maps of accessible stations. Many cities offer services like Lyft, Uber, or local alternatives like Bolt, available in Budapest. Thank God I'm not going all the way over there. You may have to set up the device you use for walking. You may consider using a cane application or renting a wheelchair or scooter to allow you more mobility during this trip. Let's talk about that in a minute. I was looking into renting a wheelchair and it's, it's pretty expensive, you know, for four days. So I just went the other route, bought me an inexpensive one that cost around $200 on Amazon. And it, you know, I've been using it for a while now and it gets me around. There's no issues with it at all. So, you know, that was a good purchase. I'm going to need it eventually as they go down the road. So that's good. So that's something you might want to look into also. Also, research the most accessible routes to the places you want to go. There may be options that do not require as much walking or are more accessible by car, wheelchair, or scooter. So in my case... Um, when you go to Catalina Island, you have to take a boat to the island. There's nowhere for the uh, ship to park on port. So uh, we made the decision of not going there. Now, we really didn't want to get to Ensenada and get off there either. There's a lot of crime issues, but I think we are going to do it. Because there, the, the uh, ship docks at the port, and you're able to walk in and walk out with no issues. So that might be something we do. I'm not sure. But again, I'll let you know uh, with my live podcast. Next, plan where you will go and how. And have a backup plan so you can enjoy your visit and get around safely. Organization at your destination that caters to people with similar limitations as yours will have information on how to get how to best get around to town where you might be able to rent a wheelchair or a scooter and other local 
advice for managing your city. So let's uh, talk about hotels briefly. With limitations to mobility, it is important to make sure that your hotel or lodging accommodates your requirements. Shower chairs, grab bars, extra walking space in the room can be arranged as long as it is, can be done in advance. Most hotels and lodgings will make some accommodations for disabled travelers if you can make arrangements in advance. Next, looking after your health away from home. Medications. If you're traveling with medications, research the rules of bringing your medication to your destination. Certain pain medications may be illegal. That's something I'm going to have to do then in regards to uh, my oxycodone and oxycontin. I didn't even think about that. So here's some tips here. Bring a letter from your doctor and the prescription to prove that the medications were legally obtained elsewhere. Carry the medications in the original containers. Certain medications may still be illegal in the country you are visiting. The country's consulate can often provide information on what may be brought in and steps to follow. Often, you can get email the country's consulate in the U.S. for this information. Check with the place where you will be staying about refrigeration if that's necessary. When flying, it's preferable to carry medications with you instead of checking them in with the airlines. Most definitely, I'm going to make sure that. I'm going to be putting them in a um, clear um, bag, you know, Ziploc bag, so they can, they're able to see them. Next item up is traveling with your prescription also allows you to get medications replaced if you need them. It is always a good idea to travel on shorter trips with sufficient medication for the entirety of your trip. It is also a good idea to have a list of your medications, your doctors and healthcare providers' names and contacts, and emergency contacts with you. You should keep a copy with you, a copy in your luggage, as well as by your phone at home in case of emergencies. Health insurance. It is recommended to understand exactly how and if your health insurance will cover you when you are traveling away from home. Travel insurance is recommended if your health insurance does not cover you abroad or away from your home state. Alright, let's talk about to tour or not to tour. Arranging your trip through a tour company or travel agent that focuses on trips for people with disabilities can take the guesswork out of the planning process. You can find many travel agents that specialize in travel for people with disabilities. And there's a list here on this website. I'll make sure I post it on the Facebook page. You may be able to find tours and tour companies by doing the search for their tour operators specializing in accessible travel in your destination, country, or cities. Things you want to look for is, is the guide licensed? How many people with disabilities have they guided in the past? What assistance you can expect from your tour guide? And is your tour a private tour? Will there be other travelers on your tour that may or may not have the same challenges as you? Most importantly, enjoy yourself. Traveling with peripheral neuropathy will require more planning and may have limitations. Whether going near or far, it is still possible to see the world. You know, as I was uh, researching this topic, 
there just isn't that much information out there for this um, issue of traveling with uh, European or peripheral neuropathy or any disability that I found. Um, but I don't know. I don't know why. But um, here's another uh, web page that I found that I might have some additional information. I'm not sure here, but I still got a lot of time left. So let's go ahead and talk about what's on this page. Everyone needs a getaway now and then, a chance to break routines and gain new perspective and experiences. However, traveling can have its challenges if you're living with nerve pain, lower back pain, diabetes, or any other chronic condition that causes discomfort. So here are seven tips to maximize your enjoyment and minimize pain during your travels. The good memories you make along the way can be well worth the effort. So number one, get comfortable in your seat. If you're traveling by car, make sure that your seat is upright and you have a good posture. If you have back pain, place a, a lumbar roll, rolled up towel, or pillow to put against the small curvature of your back. When flying, choose a seat with more room for you to change positions and move your feet and toes. Standing up briefly in the aisle can also help if your feet are prone to swelling. Consider wearing compression stockings to increase vein circulation. Take breaks when driving. With car and travel, make frequent stops so you can stand up and walk around a bit. Often or how often you stop depends on your health. But every two hours is a good idea for most people. Number three, stay hydrated. This will help you feel better while you're traveling and when you arrive. Drinking water is best. Avoid sugary drinks and drinks with caffeine. These can cause anxiety, which can increase nerve pain. If your travel plans include activities that make you sweat, drink sports drinks with electrolytes and no sugar. Don't let, don't let travel stress you out. Any pain is worse with stress. It changes the chemistry of your body and lowers your threshold to pain. Lower your stress levels by taking your time, listening to music or an audiobook, being flexible, having a sense of humor, and keeping an open mind to whatever happens. Set a new routine when you reach your destination and adopt the mindset that you can control everything. Number five, make sure to make good sleep choices. Sleep can be a challenge when traveling, so control what you can. Try to stick to your sleep schedule, which will lower your pain intensity. Bring headphones or earplugs to drown out external noises. Avoid looking at a digital device at least 30 minutes before you go to bed. Number six, don't worry or don't overdo your activities. It's common for many of us to rush out the door to vacation, feeling stressed and sleep deprived. Then we arrive at our destinations and want to do 30 or 40% more than we normally do. Being realistic in your goals and have some wisdom. If you weren't active before, be cautious and don't overdo it. Whatever your activity takes, Make sure you take breaks and follow the advice of your physical therapist or physician. And finally, number seven, 
Pay attention to what you eat and drink. What you consume changes how your system handles pain. Limit the alcohol beverages you drink. These can cause or can be inflammatory, especially if they contain sugar. This is especially true if you have diabetic neuropathy. Low inflammatory foods will help you handle your pain better, and this includes fruits and vegetables, as well as whole foods, rather than processed foods. Avoid inflammatory foods containing sugar, caffeine, and, for some, people gluten. Look for restaurants with healthy food selections. So let me touch bases on something here for you. Um, our ship has kind of a dress code during the day or in the evening. You're supposed to wear a polo shirt um, and jeans is fine. But when you go to the main dinner, uh, there's one night that you have to go to it. You have to have slacks and a button uh, button down shirt, which is no problem. I have those, but I'm trying to figure out my casual wear. And I think what I'm coming to, because you can't just wear regular shirts at night. They want you kind of a casual wear. So what I'm thinking is just keep and just bring my polo shirts and that's it. Don't worry about t-shirts. So let's talk about researching accommodations. Do your homework first. It's important to research various hotels before you go to ensure there are no restrictions to your comfort level. This includes extensive uh, stairways, limited access to and from the hotel, or no wheelchair accommodations. The goal is to enjoy your time without the headache of walking miles to your room. Another thing is you want to prioritize your activities. Set the tone to when and where you want to go on your trip. If your body is telling you it's time for a spa day, then stay close to the hotel. Perhaps the next day you can tackle a local hike or going or go swimming at the pool. Listen to your body, it will serve as a great source to how far you can push it. Don't forget to rest. Whether you are traveling in a group or venturing on your own, don't forget to rest. It's okay to give yourself ample time to catch your breath. Your body will thank you. If you are out sightseeing, find a pantry table to take new sights and enjoy a cold beverage. Bring reinforcements. You can't hurt to pack reusable heat and ice packs for pain as needed. Depending if you're in a car or on a plane, it can be useful to apply a heat compression or cold pack to the targeted area for quick relief. Prior to packing, confirm if there are any restrictions for hot and cold packs on a flight. Next is walk and stretch as needed. If you're traveling by automotive, try to stand and walk at every rest stop. It's important to keep your feet moving and blood, and blood circulating to avoid inflammation or further nerve pain or damage. Oh no, nerve pain. Get up when it's safe to do so during a long flight for continued movement. If you would like, call ahead to the airline and inform them of your medical condition. They are typically accommodating to those who need assistance during the flight. Give your doctor a friendly heads up on your next travel adventure. Discuss any limitations. Your doctor may recommend additional medications or, sup or support equipment such as pillow or head cushions and compression socks to be taken on the trip. Be sure to pack a copy of all medical contact numbers 
in case of an emergency. If you require any special assistance during your flight travel plans, you should ask. Don't let yourself carry the weight of the nerve For uh, those who maintain routine medications, don't forget to take them as needed. The two most important things to remember prior to any trip is to have to be healthy and to have fun. What do you know? I just made it 20 minutes. Perfect timing. So, again, I'm leaving here in a couple of days on my trip. I'm going to make sure that I take many, many, many recordings of the trip so you guys can see how it is and see the things that might be wrong or could be correct. So, I'm hoping that this information will help you on your next trip. And don't forget, there will not be any episode next week because, again, I'll be on my trip. So, don't expect one out there, but you can go to my YouTube page. Just type in Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast, and you can watch. Uh, there's a lot of episodes there, and older ones and some newer ones that you can enjoy while I take this week off. Again, thank you for being part of this podcast. Thank you for your support. And all I have to say is Bon Voyage. Talk to you next week. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.